Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Unpredicted Party, the only Middle-Earth TTRPG that will finally answer the question, why didn't they just take the Eagles to Mordor? I am your humble lore master, Don Marshall. Around me are my internet friends. Say hi, internet friends. Hello. Hello. Joining us for a record, is this your fourth episode now? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Longest guest ever. Starting to feel like I've overstayed my welcome a little bit. So hopefully I die this episode. Or... You're here forever. Don't you, don't, don't you say that. There are other ways out. <laughs> I feel so weird. I was just thinking about this as I was getting ready for this tonight. I was like, these guys are, I'm not usually somebody who thinks people are secretly mad at me, but I was like, these people have to be secretly mad at me. For like no. no. You're here forever. No. Yeah. If live chat is any indication, they either want you and Tori to like have at it and kill each other <laughs> or make out one of the two. The oh, amount of comments I've yeah. seen. Yeah. Those ghosts, like... <laughs> I love the, the kind of I love the kind of woman that will actually just, just kill, kill me. me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Before we get to any uh, murder. Let's thank our sponsors, Free League Publishing, without whom this uh, stream would not be possible. Free League sent us advanced copies of their TTRPG, The One Ring. It is the system we are using. It is a fully fleshed out version of Middle Earth. If you would like to order your copy, whether it is the bundle, the starter set, the core rulebook, the dice, the maps, go to freeleaguepublishing.com today. Special thanks to the folks that let us... Um, take our notes in very fun D&D books. Uh, the Rook and the Raven. You can go to therookandtheraven.com for some really cool accessories and notebooks with the little dividers that like really help you sort yeah. out all of the characters you make because you don't actually play. You just make characters and think about it. Okay, so it's but not just they me. Make, but do they make Trapper Keepers? You know what? If they don't, I can ask Deja. I can I oh, can no, certainly. I mean, yeah. No, nobody makes trapper keepers anymore. Like that's a brand and I was recently trying oh. to find a dinosaur trapper keeper for my husband and they no longer exist. Like, oh no. no. All right. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll Max, you're a blacksmith and I know a, probably a couple of leather workers who are my mutuals. Yeah. Let's let's get something started. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thanks to the Rook and the Raven, you can go to the rookandtheraven.com uh all of your D D accessor i've completely lost the script that i was Sorry. supposed to be following no that's no. whatever um we have merch uh but it's at a new link because my merch team changed things up again so just go to the link in my bio and click the thing that says merch i don't have it memorized yet uh we'll figure it out eventually um a bunch of you have been asking for flubberworm merch the answer is yeah, yes. make it happen done or i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep bringing it up it'll never die Yep. You were going to do that anyway, Max. Yes, I was. Yes, I was. Yeah, I know. Anyway, uh, we may have a break at the one hour mark, depending on how long this goes. A uh, very special thank you to a few others. Sarah M. Shunky, who does some of the incredible artwork. You can find her at Sarah M. Shunky on Instagram. The battle maps are done by Little With the Cartographer. You can search his uh, services on Facebook. The music is done by Cullen Vance. You can stream all of his music on Spotify, Bandcamp, iTunes, Apple, or not iTunes anymore, because they're going to get rid of that Apple music, whatever it's called these days. You can also buy his music and pay the man directly, CullenVanceCreative.com. Lastly, a special thank Thanks to my wife, Nat. She goes by Nat20Wife on all social media platforms. Nat, thank you for helping me organize all of this from the very beginning. I love you. Okay, are we ready to go? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that oh. you always thank your wife. That's so great. Please. the right thing to do. This makes me happy. <laughs> Let's go. When we last left off, the four of you with 
Tariel leading this army of 9,000 elves of Mirkwood defeated several thousand orcs pretty handily. Halwith managed to kill the commander on turn three after maxing out his scan check roll. He also managed to use some really crafty magic like the Pokemon move Razor Leaf. Um, by the way, I play Scarlet now in case anyone. I play Scarlet. It's great. Nice. Oh my God. We should wait, Tori, you also play. We should have, I have like Violet. A... Yeah. Oh my God. We should have like a Pokemon live session. So I live need Violet to help me complete my Pokedex. Sorry. There you go. Okay, well, we're going to make this happen. It's okay. It's You missed the Pokemon craze, Charlotte. It's fine. You nerds were playing one ring, dang it. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it's the Pokemon. The Pokemon move Razorleaf successfully used by Hallowith and his newfound elven magic. Beery, with it was pretty perfect. was pretty perfect. Max, utilizing the amazing uh, way to keep track of your inventory, uh, flammable liquids that you got from episode four to explode the tarred arrow. It, just well done. Well done. Um, I do want to make a brief note before we continue, though, because I went back to the previous episodes and saw your uh, kill count. And so far, Halloweth, you had four from the time you ran into that orc scouting group uh, way back in episode um, five with Justin and, and yeah, Halbaran. One, I believe. Four to one. And Beery, you had the one because you rode up on the chariot and knocked one's head off. Uh, you can also both add Mordreth to that um, because it was a collective effort. Mm -hmm. And we don't count Galadriel. We don't count Elrond. Uh, strictly speaking, you could count Gandalf, but I feel like that might be in bad taste. So, no. <laughs> there, there were some orcs early on that we encountered with Halbarad. <laughs> I said the name right. Yeah, that was. Uh, that I was think the, those were got... the four. Those were the four to one oh, okay. when they started the count. Mm -hmm. And then, if I remember correctly, you haven't killed any orcs. So, if I'm right, it should be eighty-eight to seventy-six. Oh, the fell beast. That's fell right. Beast. Okay, so that puts you at eighty-nine. And okay, cool. So I feel like a fell beast should count for like ten. Still only counts as one. I know. Still, still only counts, counts as, one. as one. I'm just saying. Tell that to Gimli, and Legolas. So oh wait, they could. weren't dead. All right. Yeah. Well, welcome to the world I created, where I'd like to kill all the main characters and give the who remains trauma. Anyway, right. Right. So happy to be here. Okay. So, with the counts being eighty-five to seventy. Excuse me, 84 to 75 last eight. time. It was eight, yeah. Plus, including the four that Hallowith had the last time you fought uh, with Justin in episode five or six, as well as the Fell Beast, Hallowith's count is now up to 89 kills. Beery, with the 75 you had last session, plus the one you had in that same session you had with Halbarad, you are now at 76. So, Hallowith, 89. Beery, 76. We shall see how this continues. I'm excited for it. All right. Oh my god. We are going to pick things up a day after the battle. Because as night fell and you saw that the orcs had fled, there was 
a wave of exhaustion that hit you all. You'd been fighting for hours and the bodies of a couple hundred elves lay around you. This was a huge battle. You haven't had the chance to count it up yet, and Charlotte will role play this, but I can tell you the exact number you lost of your 9,000 in the battle. However, as the battle fades and the rage begins to subside, you feel this overwhelming sense of exhaustion among all of you. The elves would know this, especially being well-versed in warfare. And you begin to collect the bodies. I would ask, Tario, are there any commands you would like to issue right now to the orc bodies and what to do with them, to the elf bodies and what to do with them? Um, mm. How many dead elves are there? It takes you a few hours to check, but the number you lost was about 350. So it wasn't many. This was definitely a large scale battle, but you were prepared and you did well. So you're down to about 8,700, or excuse me, 8,650 right now. Okay. Okay. And how many orcs? Of the 4,000 or so orcs that you estimate are in this army, um, about 1,500 fled. The rest lay strewn about the forest. And you spend the next few hours um, just putting out the, the fires in the trees, nothing too bad. Um, the explosion that Beery uh, caused didn't seem to do a lot of damage, uh, but there is now a pretty decent-sized crater in the middle of this you know, road on the clearing that we're fighting on. How big is the crater? Um, you rolled... Uh, 5d6 max so I'll say it's you could you could fit a full sized body in there it's like one of those world war one trenches from a from a, a, a shell it's oh, pretty it's big only, it's the size of one body it's it's roughly the size of one body but it's wide that's how deep okay. it is but it's wide it, it, it caused a pretty nasty explosion like like how many bodies could we put in it a lot like like how many probably not probably not a thousand no i'd i'd say you could probably you could theoretically put a couple hundred in there but pile the bodies one on top of another to create a sort of like pile mm -hmm. up to the trees of what elvish about, bodies what about the pits that uh Hallowith dug those are pretty deep you could utilize those as well okay so I don't want to, I'm still thinking this through before I act it out. Um, could, is it possible to fit the orcs, orc bodies in all of the pits that we have? Probably not. That, okay. that'd be, um, you could certainly dig out the pit if you wanted to bury them. You could also burn them as, so uh, as the, them. Okay. Them. Okay, cool. So if you burn them in the forest where the crater is, you risk the trees above you okay. getting pretty singed and potentially destroying the forest. Right. Um, if you want to step out of the forest and like move all of the bodies to the edge as like a warning, like step in here and, and try us. Like that idea. Um, yeah, that feels that doesn't feel like like Tariel. That doesn't feel like an elf move. So I think 
Okay, so after surveying the damage, getting some counts of all of the bodies, Tariel sets the the able-bodied to dragging all of the elf or the orc corpses out of the woods and filling the pits outside to capacity. Okay. Um I can create more. If if you can create more, mm-hmm. I'll yeah, create I'll, a couple I'll, more. I'll, I'll use my magic to like make some big big ass fucking pits. Yeah, there's there's a lot of orcs here, Hallowith. So um so go ahead and You're make make tired. me more. Yeah, yeah. Make me make me a lore check. Um, uh, usually you would have favor, but I think after the battle and how exhausted you may be, I'll just have you make a regular roll for lore. Yeah. Okay, it's pretty good. So, um, but um, thirty-one. Thirty-one. Wow. Okay. Great. Yeah. Um, you sink your fingers into the earth. And it takes a little bit more out of you. Like you're, you're pretty drained after this. Um, but the ground opens up underneath you and a long, almost trench line of space opens up in the ground. Well, I have enough to fill these pits. Then I, I'd like to, to create a, is there enough for them all at this point? You... I, I think for that many orcs, I'd ask you to make another lore check if you wanted to have the ground cover it instantly right away. These are some big magical feats that you're attempting to do yeah, in no, a I, row. I don't want to cover them again. I just want to Ariel, make it Ariel's large enough not going to ask them. him to cover them again. Oh, sorry. So, uh, so, sorry, Zach, repeat what you just said. I don't want to cover them all um, again. I don't want to use my magic again to cover them all. I just want to make it wide enough that we can put all the orcs in the pit so that they can be burned safely. I think, yeah, I I think with a 31 on lore, it's going to take you several hours to like get this going because this is a lot of earth you need to move and literally, you know, you're in touch with the forest a lot more. Um, But you sink your fingers into the ground and it opens up in front of you and it takes a while. But yeah, there's there's enough space that you can safely start uh, before, this pit. Before then, I kind of just motion to Tariel and say, um, like, I can do this, but you must require your people and yourself to leave me be for a few hours. I wish not to be disturbed. Of course, we have other matters to attend to. Those matters being dragging bodies out of the woods and while they're doing that she issues a separate order for the bodies of the elves to be set aside in a different place not in a pit but wrapped um carefully laid out um sort of in a in a circle Mm -hmm. around each other and we'll we'll get to that okay Um, we'll come back to that and if i may beery might be going a little rogue if if there's room for it Go ahead, Max. What do you got? As you know, the orc bodies are being <clears throat> drug away. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of down branches and things like that. He's pretty much building a pyre if he's allowed. At least he's beginning to. Yeah, do it. Okay. Um, yeah. So first he's using his tools to make some holes in the dirt, um, in the clearings, you know, out, out away from another trees, using his tools to make Rows and rows and rows of 
of indentations into the dirt, um, his width of his hands wide and uh, two hands long and building a little trench down the center of them, feeding them all, building ingots. And uh, he's building a wood pile, line of orcs, and then all their shields, armor, swords, wood, orcs, steel, and just piling it as high as he can kind of by himself in this kind of reverence. And he's going to light it up and make iron. Okay. Beery. Love that. Yeah. Make me a craft check, please. You got it. Oh, okay. If I may. I mean, oh. honestly, like that's that's the intention. It can go any direction. No, we'll 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 see what happens. We'll let the dice okay. decide. There is a six involved. Okay. Um 29. 29. All right. So the way orc armor works is that it sucks. And it's really, <laughs> yes, it's it sucks. It's terrible. <laughs> so even with that great of a role, I will say that you struggle to find any of this metal that could be considered what you would think of as, as pure, right? He's There's, looking for just something, just a, a, a basic pig iron material that he can use later on. There's a lot of slag. It's yeah. it's a Good lot terminology. of terminology. Look, thank you. I was impressed yeah. by that as well. Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah. Well, I'm I'm a big World War One buff, and so there were literally like Tolkien describes some of the towns that they were in. There were so much, you know, there were so many shells that they melted them all down, and there was literally slag just like in the streets of those towns that he was in. It was nuts. Just love the film 1917 then. Oh, I do. One of my favorite actors is in that actually. Uh, really? Zach Smith. Yeah, I don't oh. know if you know him. <laughs> he was right next to, he was right next to the guy that ran into the actor that uh, that got hit in that long trench <laughs> this, run. This is thing. the worst and most shameless plug I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> Not, I, you know, I guarantee you live chat's going crazy right now. It's like well, Zach yeah, was in 1970. Yeah, I, I was about to say, what? Yeah. Did you uh, not know the story? No. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. And I feel bad now that I have not seen 1917 because everybody went the crazy things. about it. And I was just ah. like, my soul is not ready for another war film. That's, That's okay. fair. It's a really good one. And and it's it's heartbreaking. It's it's it was a shot in one fluid shot. I know. That's amazing. Um, it's really fun. And I had a great time shooting it. So well shit. That's bananas. <laughs> <laughs> oh with your friends. Anyway, um, yes, Beery, roll me, roll me two D12s, please. God, yeah. Oh, well, I rolled a six and an Eye of Sauron. Okay, that's okay. That's so okay. One. So it's a one. Yeah, I'm not counting this as like degrees of success. It was more Ooh. numerical. Yeah. Um, I would say you, for as many bodies as you piled on, and as poor quality as the armor really is, you only get about a dozen or so ingots that are even worth anything. That's fine. That's yeah. fun. Yeah. Just, just yeah, and giving... as, like the, as the oxygen flows in and the fats begin to render and like kind of create like a grease fire, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. imagining that, you know, that high iron coming down the little trough and filling up the indentation. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Um, that great. That's perfect. Beery, what is going through your mind as you witness the 
aftermath of what I believe is your first major battle. Is that correct? Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. He hasn't seen or done much of anything. Um, I think, oof. well, he definitely kindled these hatred forks um, in, in that moment. He's never, he's never felt hatred like that before. Um, you we'll get to that maybe one of these days. And, uh, but I think he's really burdened by a lot of sadness. And I think that's primarily due to all of the elves that are fallen and probably seeing the expressions on their comrades as they tend to them. It's a lot of years lost. Um, and especially as he's drawn closer to a couple of elves, uh, names not be, uh, said, <laughs> yeah, he's a little, he's pretty heartbroken. So as he's tending to the flames, as he's watching the you know the pyre burned down throughout the night he's sitting with his pig and he's drinking that clear liquid that he got from Madagast. we're sipping on it a little bit you are yes oh god okay now charlotte i do need to fill you in on this because this was not a part of the backstory i thought was going to get mentioned and huh? we are about to get really weird in here okay cool. so i want to derail so bad no 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 this is exactly what right. needs to happen right I now i came oh, here to boy. get weird okay halloweth tanel the two of you <laughs> spend hours taking care of the orc bodies laying the elven bodies uh in a sort of reverence covering them and after a few hours you do notice that beery has kind of gone off into a clearing and is burning sort of his own pile of orc bodies and what looks to be some sort of you know uh mechanical contraption of getting terrifying iron. ritual yeah <laughs> yeah um and what you would see is Beery sitting next to Gorge, arm around him, just kind of muttering to himself. Um, you would also notice, the three of you would notice, that the elves that Tariel sent away to take care of Gollum come back and are now in the area. And you would all notice that Gollum is pretty attentive and Beery, you look at Gorge, and he looks at you, but what you do not see is the fear in Gollum's eyes as he looks at you. I would ask you to please roll me a d12, Beery, to see what effect this drink will have on you again, okay. because you've already used it once. Happening? Yeah, do we, do we elves notice the... Uh, are Gollum's you trying expression? to, uh, you know, the elves would notice Gollum's expression. Okay. Beery, you do not. Um, so Charlotte, just as a brief recap for our audience, uh, about seven or eight episodes ago, they went to Radagast's tent and Radagast attempted to sort of placate them and assure them that nothing was wrong. Uh, but the Gwai here had actually visited him and said, look, you created me, which in Tolkien's lore, Radagast was one of the creators of the Eagles. Um, so I'm not going to kill you just yet, but stay out of my way. So he's basically loaded up on, uh, he's basically terrified and not getting involved until the Blue Wizards came and sort of um, encouraged him. Before the Blue Wizards, though, showed up, 
um, he offered tea to the party members and the tea had some wizard concoction that was really only meant for wizards because it induced a number of daydreams and out-of-body experiences. Um, Hallowith felt himself um, float into Tinel's body and felt the unbridled rage and also the confidence and non-confidence that exists in in Tanel. She is the the duality of elf. And Beery being like, I'm in a chick's body. (laughs) (laughs) Beery, however, started talking to Gorge. Can you tell me what you rolled, Max? A five. You rolled a five. Okay. Please hold. I don't know what this does. Oh, we're going to find out. Yeah, sorry, guys. Also, we're going to come back to this thing about Radagast and Gwai here later. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Beery, as you sit in front of the fire, looking at Gorge, kind of having that expectation that maybe, maybe he'll talk to you again. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. He does. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Makes you so happy. Okay. I'm glad you're not hurt, my friend. Yeah, I mean, me too. I'm, likewise, I, I, I don't know what I would do without, without you. Um, that was a hell of a hell of a battle. I've, I've never seen so much death in all my life. You made a lot of orcs explode. It was great. It felt really good in the moment, but not so much now. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I'd be pretty worried about you if you enjoyed killing. In the moment, it was amazing. I could spend a thousand years skinning them alive, pulling the fingernails out. But but now, after I've calmed down a little bit, I never want to feel that way ever again. It was it was awful. You might though. This probably won't be the last battle you fight. Oh. <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully not. Um, quite a bit. Um, quite a bit is uh, is expected of me. I feel like, uh, yeah, I'm not. You know, I, I feel like the I have endure a couple hammer strikes or two until I'm done being forged. But I mean, is it always like this? I mean, look around you. Is it always this empty? I'm you right now, Beery. Only you can answer that. Or am I you? No, we talked about this last time. Oh, you're right. Imagination and I'm a figment and projections and... Well, I'm glad you're here. I'm very happy you're here. Well, I have every reason to just soak this up. And he kind of, you know, gestures, gorge to the roaring flames as the shield and armor and swords kind of get melted down i should just relish this especially after losing him but i just i don't know what if they're they they have little oaklings like myself back at home that are gonna miss him and be torn apart because they don't have him anymore what about the oaklings does it make me feel any better no not at all Help me. I don't know what to do. 
I can't say anything you wouldn't say yourself. That's right, I am talking myself. Yeah. Okay, all right, me. Mm. Mm. It felt really good there for a moment. Felt great, actually. Felt freaking awesome. Especially, I mean, especially when the hammer, the hammer got got really going. Whoa. It's a good hammer. It's a good hammer. It's a, it's a good, it's a good hammer. And yeah. I just been drenched. Oh, I'm still covered in oak blood. You are. It's a little terrifying. Oh, that's right. There was a moment where I never wanted to be dry of oak blood. I wanted to be wet forever. That's disgusting. Women in it. Yeah. And I wanted to drink it. I wanted to sup from every orc that has ever lived after losing him. But now, no longer. And I don't know what to do with that. Have you talked to them about it? Who? The orcs or the dead? No, the your friends. Uh, I like to talk about them, not me. Yeah, I know, but they've been surrounded by death and sadness and all for thousands of years. They might have they've got coping practice. Yeah, they've coping, practice. coping mechanisms. I should talk to them, but not right now. I'm too sad. Also, you're a little bit drunk on whatever this is. I, it's, I mean, if I get to talk to my pal, it's pretty good. But only little sips. We got to save it because I don't think he's going to make us anymore anytime soon. No. You, know? you did steal this, so like. I borrowed it. I mean, this is important work. You're going to give it the back. world with this. Just I might have my eureka moment. What eureka moment are you looking for? Well, I sure can't bring him back. Nope. But. Oh, kind of pulls Gorge a little closer. But mm. if. But if I can create things that can stop people feeling like I do now or I did when I lost him, if I can create things to make this all stop, then you know what? I, 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 could, I could just sit back and live a happy life. Beery. Mm. Nothing you create can replace your feelings. Well, uh, and the moment fades and he goes back to squealing. Oh, gorge. Gorge. What would anybody else passing by witness? Yeah. <laughs> Anyone passing by would just witness like, uh, Beery, why don't you? Well, I'm curious if if Beery is oinking right. or if just Gorge is oinking. Is he talking and then is Gorge oinking or is Gorge just staring at him? Because it's a little conversations in Beery's head. It's a little bit of muttering under the breath that you can kind of hear, but it's not like it doesn't sound like he's saying anything of substance. And the, the boar is every once in a while, just like in that same way that like a dog nestles up to you. It's like, yeah, hey, what's up? This is nice. We he just looks like a drunk guy out. talking to his pet. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> it's understandable all, after the day we've all had. That there is a fan fiction of the Unpredicted Party from Oh, Gorgie's yes. Point of view. Yes, yes I no. forgot to mention that. Oh it's my god, so I'll send lovely. It to you. Yeah, don't send me that. It's oh my god, it was wonderful. It mm -hmm. was wonderful. Has anybody done my art heart. of you guys yet? Um, I'm we've had a few, we've had a few people do um artwork that is 
someone, someone mm-hmm. did uh the the Gandalf Infinity Gauntlet hand with the yes. Elven Rings of Power. Um mm-hmm. I'll explain that on a little bit, Charlotte. And someone That's made okay. all Magic the Gathering uh card uh characters. Huh. No way. Uh, yeah, what? I have to find it. Yes, please. I'll, Wait, I'll find should it. Should we describe our characters because they might not know what we look like oh i i already Have you sent... ever described your characters yeah there there were images that came out. i already sent okay. the person okay. that asked to make yeah. them your hero forge builds mm-hmm. like yeah we've got yeah, the no. hero oh, you guys forge. Have hero forge builds yeah. yeah yeah we we don't use them anymore because i changed the uh i changed the format of how things look so we don't see the person but People know what Tariel look like. I can make you one, or you want to make one no, yourself. No, no, no. People know what Tariel look like, but I haven't, I haven't seen any of these guys. So I'll send them to you. I'll send them to you. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> so, Max, the evening fades as you sit in front of the fire. Uh, the elves continue their work. Halloweth, um, you are exhausted. You sleep. Elves typically only need about four hours of sleep, but this is a full eight hours. Yeah, you collapse. Um, I will ask, however. Beery, to please make an awareness check for me as you sleep. Uh oh. Oh, God. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, no, I got a dot. Yeah. A dot. A dot. A. Singular. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a fail. It's a failure. Okay. Beery. The mountain, oh. the mountains that you see in your dream stands before you tall as you gaze out in front of you a vast army of dwarves tens of thousands strong all ready to fight with one goal that you know it's to take back the mines of moria your home your lost homeland of khazad doom from the orcs you see your father and his companion, the one that convinced him uh, to go, standing next to him. And as with every other dream that you have previously had since Alatar laid his hand upon you when you left Rivendell for the second time, Alatar is again standing behind you, and you are standing to the left of your father, seemingly in the ranks of these dwarves. And you hear the companion say to the father today we take back our homeland which is new for you because most of the dreams that you've had up until now that have told you this story of your father have been silent and your father looks over at the friend he gives a stiff nod and you see your father turn his head and make direct eye contact with you and say a dwarf should know the name of those who fight beside him. Forgive me, I did not ask. Who are you? And the dream fades. We'll pick things up the next morning. Tariel. Oh my God. What are we doing once all of the orc bodies are disposed of and burned and the elves are laid to rest? Well, I don't think it's fair to say that that work has been completed yet. I mean, with as, okay, I mean, fair enough. I know the uh, elves are tireless; they probably work through the night. Fair. Um, but Tariel is going to order one more day of rest and cleanup, and you know, 
perhaps there are little injured animals that need to be tended to. And, um, you know, who knows what state the, the forest is in? Does the path need to be cleared? There's still a lot more work to do. Sure, sure. Okay. So they, they do that work throughout the day. Um, the orc bodies are burning unceremoniously as as the pits fill they're set alight a wretched reek fills the air yeah it stinks it's not a great it's not a great time but what i would like to know is whether there is anybody among all of the elves and maybe specifically among tauriel's brass uh who themselves have any magic ability or nature affinity um, I would say none probably as strong as Hallowith would. The elves of Mirkwood are pretty in touch with nature. They literally live within the roots and the cave systems in the forest of mm -hmm. Mirkwood. But the the magical power that the elves have uh, has been fading for years, and only the strongest of the elves can really tap into it, um, unless it is it is taught and it is also you know an, a natural affinity that some elves you know Theanor is a little bit different than like Arwen in terms of magical power. Sure, sure, okay. What are you trying so to do? Um, I would like to build a, a beer over the bodies of the elves, like um, just a natural formation of earth and wood that would be, you know, sort of kind of what, what Hallowith's got going on, that ability. So if nobody else has that ability, then um, I think the thing that Tauriel would do would be to approach him after he is up and about and offer him a fortifying beverage and um, and say, thank you for your help yesterday. Thank you for all that you've done for us. Um, how are you feeling? Like I could spend another day in exactly the same position. If you did do that, could I ask of you one more feat with Nightfall? Of course. Take the day as you need it. Gather your strength. We're at your service. Meet me before sunset. And I'll so, tell you what I need. Um, how that's going to take and say, is there some limbus around yeah. yeah. Yes. Gonna, of course. He's gonna take. He's gonna like take a bite. Just get first, and then he's gonna look around and just take another. Impressive. Okay. Wow. So we're at like Hobbit level Lembus <laughs> consumption. It was a long day. Um, yeah. So basically, this is a rest day. And um, Tariel's people are at Hallowith's disposal. They're also uh, at the other's disposal, though, you know, in a perfunctory way, probably. Mm -hmm. Beery mm -hmm. gets the next level of of help that he requires. Tanel gets the bare minimum. Nothing. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Um, and she will probably also observe that there is never um there's never a guard far from her. Just just 
got eyes on her just in case mm-hmm. yeah 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 <laughs> you know, this one you gotta watch this one all right um, so yeah i mean i don't know if there's anything else that needs to happen throughout the course of the day i'll i'll ask this beery tanel is there anything specifically you would like to do while you're still in mirkwood before you make your way out to the plains of rohan otherwise we can skip to the evening uh yeah, on tenel. the rest day tanel is gonna periodically throughout the day just find tallest tree she can get up to the top and just make sure there's nothing coming yeah go ahead and make there's a no other movement yeah make a given given your trajectory and your elf eyes and how high up you are make me a scan check with favor all right okay come on tin uh, 18. So I beat Eight. my target number yeah. by seven. With an 18, I will say that you do not notice any orcs mm-hmm. in any of the surrounding area. You are you are safe for now. I will say, though, with an 18 and your elf eyes, you do notice off into the west, closer to where Rohan is. There does seem to be movement in a kind of squiggly line that seems to be going in a general direction in a kind of path of least resistance heading northeast-ish, closer to where Lorien may be. Um, From this distance, you probably don't fully see what it is, but there do seem to be a large group of people heading northeast. Not quite your direction, and you're still, you know, on the opposite side of uh, the river, but you, you are close enough that you can see it. Perfect. Interesting. Okay. Cool. Okay. Tariel, the evening comes and Halloweth, if you are still willing, you can come out of your tent and do your thing. He does. He kind of, can he take, he's going to take, uh, is there any, I don't know, alcohol, just available readily there is alcohol there is alcohol i would uh, there's wine there are spirits um and he's gonna take like a sweet is it any like actually he's gonna turn to berry (laughs) smart move so there's must be like brandy if they have wine they have brandy cool yes Yes. (laughs) no he's gonna say uh i don't think i've ever necessarily asked you this are there any dwarven spirits that you think really give you a good kick? How, how long after the pyre scene is this? Is this about, a day? About 24 hours-ish. Okay, yeah. awesome. Oh, do we know? Yeah, so <laughs> we specialize in rudy tubers, right? You know, potatoes and things that grow underground, very much like us. Oh, yeah, we distill them down into righteous fantastic spirits it actually lightens our spirits too <laughs> um well i'm assuming you don't have money on hand but in this moment this anything sounds good maybe next time you come across some we'll share some you have yourself a deal my friend good good we'll take a little drink for every uh <laughs> Actually, that's too dangerous. I was gonna say no, no, keep going. I like like 80 shots. That's like 80 80 shots. shots. Be careful. (laughs) We can do it. In the next in the next battle, Mm. whoever wins, like whoever wins out, 
we shall drink the difference and even it up. Uh, my even friend, with shots. I love this idea with all of my might. Actually, let's start now. Oh <laughs> what was your numbers again? I, I, I believe the difference currently is 13. Where's the wine? We need a, we need, yes, just don't, don't give me that look. We're going to, we need a five, fine elven lass to uh, give me 13 sips of wine. Unfortunately, uh, right about now, it becomes apparent that the elves are gathering for some sort of ceremony. Um, and this, if you're going to do your carousing, you're going to need to do it very quickly. Likely there will be carousing after the fact but um, if you guys want to get a little uh in before everyone gets all sad you better say, do that shit quick i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna say i was just gonna take one for now before i do my my, my, my stuff um not to metagame this at all but beery you were offered by thranduil and you would have in your possession two bottles of wine as well as the spirit from radagast He's going to be like, yeah, like he's going to have like just ooh, out of his coat. <laughs> Where did you get that? No, 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 no. Where did you get that bottle of wine, Max? What I've been sipping on a little Sangiovese. Don't, oh don't, don't question You pulled me. a bottle out of your jacket. How long has that been there? I don't know, he put it in there first. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh my God. I totally missed <laughs> a little slide of hand. didn't see him do that either. <laughs> those, I was like, what just happened? For those listening on the podcast, Max's lighting is such that it literally looked like he had been keeping an entire bottle of wine in his jacket for the <laughs> just society. in case. That listen, always Amazing. be prepared. Always. Um, always you never prepared. have to get ready if you stay ready. Yeah. That's right. No, no, I think I think Zach or Halloween, <laughs> and maybe Luke also Zach, maybe Zach are are gonna yeah. You know what? Because you know, like there's there's something there's something about a wake, right? You know, when you lose something, you realize how special they are around you. And especially that Halloweth came to him with this. Oh, yeah, it's on. He's going to pull his private little stash out, boop, okay. pull a cork, and uh, we're, we're going we're gonna to start the count now. Okay. For, yeah, we have one for now. I need something to get me going. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Are you, using, are, you, are you using the wine? Are you using the uh, Radagast mm -hmm. beverage? or? Oh. Should we roll for it? Which one we're gonna so, use? So, so, Beery, only you know about the beverage that you stole. Halloweth would have no idea, and it is in definitely in arm's reach. Uh, oh, odds are even, Zach. Oh, uh, oh I'm gonna go odd. Are we pre-gaming a funeral? Is <laughs> yes, <laughs> is that what's happening right now? Zach, which would you like with odds? Give me, I'm, I'm actually really intrigued to see what my magic is like on this, on this Radagast thing. I want to know okay. what happens when I do this. Oh, man. Well, do, do I don't know how strong this could be. Plus 10. His, <laughs> his, uh, the bottle that he does pull out is something he's been sipping on for the last day. It is not red. It is clear. I found this at that funny looking guy's house um it's great i feel like it really opens the pores of your mind you know what i mean you know opens the pores give it a give it a swig 
He does. Beery does too. Okay. Hallowith. Beery. The guard is on Tanel. Poor <laughs> <laughs> Tin is under surveillance and we're over here just... <laughs> Just, Over like, here, humming elven morning songs as you two are like, okay, misogyny. <laughs> Sorry, Tin. Where are you? You should be joining us. Beery, <laughs> Hallowith. Yeah. Roll me D12s, please. <laughs> okay. I rolled a five again. A five again. Okay. Rolled a four. <laughs> you rolled a four. Okay. <laughs> Did not realize so that we were having this happen hang on this one second mound is gonna look like a hell of a thing it's <sighs> gonna be something i don't know what it's gonna look like but I don't know, it's gonna be, also i said beer earlier b-i-e-r i meant barrow just, just want to state beer. for the record i did roll a gandalf oh heaven oh God. man and a five interesting all right <clears throat> beery you look down at gorge and he doesn't start talking this time. You little tongue-tied pig. What's, what's going on with you? Hallowith, you feel a very familiar sensation to the last time you drank some of Radagast and that little brew. And you feel your consciousness begin to ascend to another level. Oh, shit. <laughs> and Beery, you feel the exact same thing. And in an instant, <laughs> Hallowith, you find yourself looking at yourself, and Beery, you find yourself looking at yourself. No! No, this is terrible timing! Oh my god! We can't do a Freaky Friday now! Are you kidding me? Wizard magic, baby. Barda is watching, bitch. This is not... Oh, I rolled a Gandalf. Oh, Okay, okay, Freaking. okay. What does this mean? Uh, do do we sound like ourselves or we just sound like the opposite? Yeah, if we start talking, do we sound like the other person? If in you the start... distance, you beginning, you begin to hear the elves singing. There's it's starting, baby. Oh El Berethkiel. There we go. There we go. Let's go. All right, Beery. You attempt to walk and find yourself double the size you're used to. As you exclaim, you hear Hallowith's voice. Oh my God, am I going to try to sound like, okay. Hallowith, <laughs> you exclaim and also hear yourself sound like Beery. Fantastic. <laughs> this is too much. Okay, okay. cool. Well, it's time, for, it's time for some magic. Let's go. Let, let, oh let's do this. Oh my God. How does uh, the... Hallowith's going to go to the ceremony and begin, and he's going to... Kind of a... Well, hold on. I want to. I want to set the stage here. For yeah. A second. <laughs> so there's. You can see the the bodies of the elves. They're now. They're now shrouded. They're arranged. They are. They're prepared. Um, and all of the the elves. Everyone's cleaned up. Everyone's looking nice. They're wearing whatever the nicest thing is that they've brought with them on the road. Tauriel is in a dress. She's in a gown. She's got a bodice that's sort of like an you know armor type looking thing for a little fit, a little warrior, a little, rena little renaissance but chic little, kind of deal. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hair is loose. Everyone's feet are bare. It's a very like Midsummer Night's Dream, woodland, elven sort of 
hippie gathering. As long as it's not actual midsummer, then that's it's the midsummer night's dream. Yeah, right. no, I, I yes. meant the movie with Florence Pugh. <laughs> yeah, that terrified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Scarred me. No, but, no, no, no. Okay. Anyway, no, sorry. Not carry that, on. Not that. Um, what is our weather like, Don? A uh, clear evening. Clear. The stars are burning in a clear sky. Um, and Tariel stands at the head of the uh, arranged elf bodies, watching expectantly as the two of you approach. I need both of you to make athletics checks with ill favor, and Tanel, I need you to make me an awareness check, please. Yep. <laughs> uh, Tariel, you can make an awareness check as well. Wait, oh, am okay. I using my athletics, or am I using... Hallowith's athletics. That's an excellent point. Hallowith, please tell Beery your athletics. And Beery, please tell. You get four, baby. Uh, you get three, but you, and your target number is 12. Okay, yours is 11. <laughs> Ill favor, by the way. Ill favor. I rolled a Gandalf. I rolled two eyes of sorrow. <laughs> Holy shit, this just got real. Oh okay. my god. I'm doing I, an, I, you I said I'm doing an awareness check? Yes, make an awareness check. Zach, sorry. What did what did I, I beat the target number by four? Okay. <clears throat> I will describe the scene thusly. Okay, sorry. Uh and mine is 12. Did you beat it? So your target no. number? No. no okay. Mine, okay. I, wait. Uh no, I did not. Okay. So Tariel. Everything seems fine you do not notice what Tanel notices, which is that Hallowith and Beery are sort of off in a corner for a moment, take oh, a swig of something, and you watch Tanel as Beery takes one step and walks normally, but Hallowith falls flat on his <laughs> face. A full face plant into the dirt, comes up with dirt and mud and leaves and branches, all in his long hair. The elves I didn't, realize, I didn't realize we actually switched bodies. I thought we just, in our minds, thought we did. <laughs> it's unclear to you at this point, given what you rolled, what exactly is going on, but you see yourself through Beery's perspective at this oh, moment. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> the elves gasp in Cinderin. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, Tanel, with as much grace as she can muster, Walks which up is a as, lot, which yeah, is a lot. Which walks up as Hallowath is picking himself up and picks himself up and helps him, picks the leaves off and says, I don't know what you did, but get it together. Beery, and just, answer and, her. And just... <laughs> <laughs> this is all wrong. This is so bad. Ah, <laughs> uh, thank you. Um, my, my legs have grown longer. Tanel, make me an insight <laughs> check with favor, please. Oh my god. One, two, three. Okay, hold on. Oh, well, that was an eye of Sauron, so that's good. Right now, like, uh, like squats mm -hmm. in his new armor is like, I got the fit very well. Mm -hmm. Tanel? I, I don't beat my target number. I miss it by two. Okay. Tanel, you're not entirely sure but Hallowith just said something that doesn't make any sense. No. Okay. She, she, she doesn't, and... yeah. 
she just like grabs them and puts them down to her side. And she doesn't, she genuinely doesn't know what to say to Halloweth and just lets go and just stares at him for a second. Again, unsure of what to say and then slowly steps back into the mourners that have gathered. Right. The thousands of mourners that have gathered. And there's right. and like, thousands. For, for anyone looking, she is white knuckling her fists, but she has no idea how to, she's not going to reprimand him. <laughs> for the love of God. Ariel, you see Hallowith walking a little bit strangely like stilts. into the group. Uh, I'd, I'd say it's less like stilts and more like a little bit of a vertigo you get from being on top of a skyscraper with like a glass building. You're still able to walk. It's but like when both legs go to sleep and you're mm-hmm. walking all through mm-hmm. the pricklies. You're just like, mm-hmm. ah, ah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird, but you can manage. Um, Tariel, mm-hmm. what is... What are you doing as you uh, see Hallowith approach? Tariel's face is a just a mask of um, starlit horror as this as these hijinks unfold. You have no idea this is happening, by the way. You're right, but like she just watched him wipe out, right? Yes. No, no, you missed that. You missed that. You're just Oh, I th- I just thought you... I couldn't discern why that happened. No, you you failed your I don't your... see that. You did oh, not see okay. that happen. Yeah. So okay. Tariel. Well, have they managed to regain themselves and continue on their way at this point? What are they doing as she happens to look over? You see Halloweth walking towards the group. And be ah, very good. Then Tariel nods and steps aside and makes a small gesture for Halloweth to take a position beside her. Max, what are you doing? <laughs> makes his way over and um, <clears throat> doesn't really understand what's happening, but he's kind of catching on a little bit. Um, and as he live, leaves Tanel's side and Din. Uh, um, and oh. joins her by, joins uh, Ariel, uh, and just is trying to like strike very, he's trying to fit in. So he's trying to strike poses. Yeah. Um, hands on his elvishly. Hips, readjusting them. No roles you know needed. On, yeah. No roles. <laughs> yeah. Needed. What do I do with my hands? No roles needed. Tanel, you immediately mm-hmm. clock that Halloweth just called you Tin. Mm-hmm. And you know immediately what has happened. Oh God! De- what is beer deducing you? deducing that she oh, knows my. that they drank something? That just happened. She like, as stealthily and non disruptive as she can, like follows behind them. Like, okay, whatever horrible hijink is happening right now. I'm going to find a way to fix it. <laughs> All right, Zach. Oh, God. You watch at, Zach, you watch as your body strolls next to Tariel as you standing there about three and a half, four feet tall. Wonder what's happening. 
I think I've clocked fairly easily what's happening because I'm mm. three feet tall and looking at myself. Mm-hmm. What are you doing um, in this moment? Okay, okay. I'm gonna roll up, uh, roll up your sleeves. Uh, I'm gonna uh, sort of wander my way over. I'm gonna get used to the fact that I'm not nearly as fast as I used to be, and I'm gonna realize that now is the time, and we're gonna see what magic comes out of me at this point because this will be something okay that's what he said (laughs) there it is there it is is. you're in a ferrari now so you better buckle up (laughs) (laughs) holy shit max okay (laughs) ariel you watch as you gesture to hallowith and both he and Beery step forward simultaneously. Almost like Tariel. Ten feet behind them. Tariel just does one of these slow head turns, not quite understanding why. Um, and I think it's likely that this is happening so quickly. She just doesn't. She just doesn't process. She watches. She just watches it mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. Well, how often does this happen? How, never. Literally <laughs> never. This has never happened. Uh, and and the elves. <laughs> she has like elf maidens around her and and guards. It's an elf people. funeral. Yeah. It's an elf, but, but like they're all just sort of watching elvishly. Uh, <laughs> to see. No, but that really painted the best picture. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there we like a know exactly what you mean? Is there a funeral dance or a procession going on? Let's um, bef- wait, wait, wait. We need Zach. We need we need to catch up with Zach. This is right. all happening simultaneously. Right. So as as this is sort of happening, Zach, are you sinking your fingers into the ground? I saw you gesture doing please, that. Yes, please, a couple yes, of please, seconds yes, ago. Yes, I yeah? want this. This is okay. how I visualized it. Okay, okay. In my head. Tariel. You watch as both Hallowith and Beery sort of step up to this sort of inner circle almost. And Beery reaches down into the ground and plunges his hands into the earth. (laughs) Can I do another awareness? Yes, you may. Roll. Yes, you may. Zach, give me your worst British accent. (laughs) It's Tuesday, isn't it? A Welsh accent? No, don't really. I'm just. I just roll. I just rolled a 19. My target's 13. All right. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Do that one more time, please. All right. I'm ready. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So, Hallowith, you assume that you still have the magical power despite the perception of your current point of view being from Beery's body and Tariel having succeeded her uh, check quite well. Tariel, the dwarf sinks his fingers into the earth, squeezes, and nothing happens. You see a couple of elves around this circle glancing at you, glancing at the dwarf, glancing at Hallowith. Beery, what are you doing right now? And I mean Max. Okay, I was about to say which Beery. Which, um, con- Beery the consciousness Beery. 
currently standing at about six and a half, seven feet tall. Is there music? Mm, Tariel? Well, there's, well, there's not music. There's, there's singing. There's, there's elven chanting. If you visualize like uh, the the Gandalf's morning scene where it's just Mm -hmm. constant Mm -hmm. music all around. Mm -hmm. He's going to be like on the balls of his feet, just kind of bouncing a little bit and just feeling very light, lighter than he's ever felt before. (laughs) You're very, feeling very, uh, you know, uh, just very light and, and bouncy. Um, just kind of like staying on the balls of his feet and then look gunches over to Tariel and um, uh, just really trying his best to not freak out a little bit. Um, and just kind of turn to her. And, you were fantastic back, back there. Did, um, uh, during the battle. She stares at him. Because this is, we're not talking right now. We're not having a conversation right now. She doesn't say, she just stares at him like, do you know where you are? Sorry. Sorry. Yes. Um, And tries to join the song. We're going to do song. No, no. (laughs) Okay. All right. Hold on. Idea. Idea. Okay. Well, okay. 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 Hang on. Hang on. Okay, all right, three, go ahead. Hang on. These three things are going to happen simultaneously. <laughs> and I know that we crossed it out because we said we weren't going to use it. But Beery, please give me a song check, which is a skill that we weren't going to utilize. But give me a song check, 1d12 and 2d6s. Um, what can we, um, uh, okay. <laughs> Hold on. We're singing. Oh. I rolled a Gandalf with two fours. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh that's the first thing. Okay. That's one thing that's happening. Uh, Tanel, what do you got? Okay. Well, so Tanel is going to take like a couple steps forward to bring her to like the front of the line. Mm-hmm. So that the idea is, is if body Halloweth does not also kneel down, she is going to walk up and kneel down with him. So it looks like a group ceremony. <laughs> Okay. But for right now, she is just going to go right to the front line. Okay. Ariel is looking at her like, you better fix this and you better fix this now. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Okay. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Zach in Beery's body, what are you doing? Okay. He's going to kneel down to Beery, down to his own body, kind of look up and say, I'm going to talk you through this. Right. (laughs) Okay, <laughs> here's how I'm going to do this. Max, you rolled a Gandalf. And Tanel, you are joining in Max, who is currently in Hallowith's body, in whatever he is doing. Max slash Hallowith. <laughs> the moment that you see Tariel react to you, you realize that there is something that you have missed and around you, you notice that all of the elves have begun to chant. All of that stuff, right? I don't want to sing the full song, but like we can. The words come to your mind as if Hallowitz's memories and your own 
have merged together. Tanel, you would also know this song. So you would also kneel down and touch the earth. And Zach slash Beery, please make me an awareness check with favor, please. Oh, you get... um... No, no, no. Use your own stats. Oh, there we go. I'm I'm still me, I guess. Okay. Okay. Uh, 22. I beat my target number by 10. Okay. You would feel compelled, though you are in Beery's body, a sense to mirror what your body is doing. And the three of you kneel down, and all three of you place your hands in to the earth. I'm um, still going to say to Beery, I'll say, I'm kind of quiet, I'm not going to chant with him. I'm going to say, the magic, or the magic is a part of nature, okay? It's a part <laughs> of the love and the connection that we have with it. Now, I know that you don't have the same sort of one, but I do believe that you have a certain love for under the mountain and of stone and rock and the way that your people used to sing to it. Cast up feelings and emotions that you feel when you're on the ground, when you're working with stone, with metal, with iron, with rock. That feeling and connection that you have with the craft that you have, the making of things, of tools, of substances, and the feel and connection you have when you touch a certain stone and know what it feels and what it is, and when you want to grow halls of your own. Connect with that part of you and feel and sin. I would like all three of you to make lore checks with favor, please. Max, add another d6 to your lore check roll. Can Max roll to not cry? No, that's impossible. That's impossible. Oh my god. Well, it wouldn't be wouldn't be unpredicted party if I don't cry once. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um lore, right? Lore check with favor, and you add an extra d6. Gandalf. Another Gandalf. Another Tanel, baby. And a six. Tanel, you rolled a Gandalf. I did. And Max, you rolled a Gandalf. <laughs> this is the and best what if I never knew I needed. I know. <laughs> Zach, what did you roll? I rolled a 23, which beats the target number by 11. Jesus. <laughs> okay. The three of you. No, let me do it this way. Tario. You watch as Beery uncharacteristically sinks his hands into the ground. And immediately, Tanel joins him, kneeling next to him. And you watch as Beery mutters something to Hallowith, but you can't quite make it out. And the three sink their fingers into the ground as the chanting seems to grow louder and louder. 
And you watch as little roots and shoots of green begin to sprout up underneath the dirt where they put their hands into the ground. The green begins to travel outward from their body and it approaches the pile that has been laid so reverently of the fallen elven companions. The greenery shoots up and begins to grow and the roots of the trees just outside the clearing begin to move underneath. The elves standing around them feel the earth move underneath their feet and the roots begin to climb above all of the fallen elves and cover each individual body in a reverent sort of like a cloth draped over a fallen soldier's casket kind of way. The perfect symbol of a burial ground for those that gave their lives to defeat the enemy. And the three of you look up and watch as flowers begin to bloom from outside of the roots and a moss begins to cover this burial ground. And out of the corner of your eye, Tariel, you see for the first time in nearly a thousand years a butterfly with bright blue wings flutter past your shoulder, past the three, and lay very quietly, wings outstretched under the starlight in the center of your fallen comrades. The moonlight begins to hit the butterfly's wings that the two of you begin to feel your consciousness go back to its normal state. But many of the elves stand there with tears in their starlit reflected eyes as these three strangers lay their companions to rest. And it is not lost on you, Beery, or you, Tanel, or you, Halloweth that a dwarf stands in the midst of an elven funeral mm-hmm. working magic. Mm-hmm. I would like the three of you to add four fellowship points and one hope point each. Whoa! Oh my god! Tanel and Beery, you may also add one extra dot to your lore checks. What? And Halloweth, I would like you to lower your target number for lore checks by one. Yes. Dude. Love this for you guys. So much. I love this. Oh my God. Shenanigans turned into something wonderful. That's the power of love. <laughs> is, that a, is that then my entire wits? So this, your wit score would remain the same for all oh, other wit checks, but specifically for lore, gotcha. you will make it one less. 
Oh, that's awesome. We're going to go ahead and take our five minute break there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in a glass case of emotion. (laughs) That was amazing. What the hell just happened? Oh my God. We did not plan that. We were halfway through this and I started texting Don like, here's what I need to have happen. But like, I did not know that we were going to. Oh, we didn't know we were going to switch bodies? I don't oh know we're doing god. any of this shit. We just made this up. Oh my god. I fucking love this game. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Sorry, god. Sorry, Don. I don't know what you had planned, but we're doing magical friendship funeral. Yes. 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 You're damn doing. right we are. Yeah. You're damn right we are. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> nice recovery, gentlemen. Well done. Well From done. two eyes of Sauron to two Gandalfs. And almost doubling your target score. Or no, I'm sorry. Did you double it, Zach? Was that? Damn close. For yeah. that final lore check, what what did you roll? I was close. It was 23. My target number was 12. That's pretty God, close. Yeah, that's, that's close, that's close, close enough. Hail the victorious dead. Hail the victorious dead. All right. Thank you all for uh, watching. We'll be back in five minutes. Welcome back to our second half of the unpredicted party Um, to fill you all in because I don't know how this is going to work. Our five minute break turned into an hour long break. Zach left to go get wine. We've all been drinking for the last hour and just talking. And that's going to be on after party or another episode of tipsy Tolkien or something eventually when I don't know. Um, But we are going to pick things up an hour later in real time and the next morning in game time, because I don't even care what happened. Nothing else we could have role played that day mm-hmm. could have could have topped that. Um, so well done, all of you. We will pick things up the next morning as the army breaks camp and begins to move out. Now, Tario, I would ask you first: Is there anything specifically? that you would like to do because you have a couple of options and I need to know where you want to go. So, um, Tanel, would you have mentioned the column of people? I was about to say, I would, um, if we want to RP it, we absolutely can, of sharing that information because yeah. Tanel would actually check again first thing in the morning. Okay. Just to make sure there's not any more. She's just a little paranoid sure um i don't even think you need to make a scan check since you know where to look um you would notice that the column has uh gotten closer towards you again still on the other side of the river um mm-hmm. closer to the fangorn area um and it is larger than you saw yesterday but mm-hmm. it looks as though it's moving pretty slowly okay all right cool all right. Um, then I would um, approach Tariel. Respectfully approach Tariel and keep my distance and ask whatever guard has been shadowing me this whole time to request an audience. The elven guard says, give me a moment. Walks okay. away. About five minutes later, if Tariel gives her approval, comes back and says, Commandatorial will see you. 
but keep it brief. Yes, it will be brief. Very well. And gestures for you to follow her and leads you to uh, Tariel's tent, which is in the process of being sort of broken down. Mm-hmm. It's not much left. Her bedrolls and all of that things have been put away. So it's just basically the bear tent. No, no, no. Tariel. We established this. There are four elves that make up your, your bed frame that kneel <laughs> There's down. There's a very nice quilt. <laughs> Remember, They've been because... allowed to stretch and uh, put some clothes on. Yeah, Wonderful. because I had the gall to suggest that you were also in a bedroll. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Carry on. That's just mm-hmm. a me thing. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So yes, uh, the, every everything's been put away, but she is still, she's looking over some, you know, some mm-hmm. scrolls and making some notes and things, but her uh, eyes flick up from what she's looking at as you enter and she waits for you to speak. I don't know the specifics of your plans, but I know that you may be dividing the forces, some going to Lorien, some heading towards Rohan. There is movement in Rohan heading vaguely our way, more towards Fangorn. It is slow moving and not in the way that we just saw the orcs. It's a meandering line. But I wanted you to be. My scouts have also seen this. What are your concerns about this line? I just wish to inform you in case you hadn't known. You deduce correctly that I'm dividing my forces. I was impressed with your performance last night. I've spoken to my guard. You will be free to move as you will. Thank you. But if you have no further insight on this gathering, um, I've been apprised of this matter. Thank you. Um, May I request something? Mm -hmm. Small. Whatever forces are heading towards Lorien, could they pass along a letter to Commander Haldir? Just so that he knows that you do indeed come in peace. Very well. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Tariel, do you want this, uh, or excuse me, Tanel, do you want this mm-hmm. letter to say anything specific? I'm just going to text you. Okay. <laughs> it's, Sounds... it's, it's short and sweet. Sounds um, like a <clears throat> it's, it's a very small letter. It's maybe a sheet of parchment. And she says... Whatever commander you do give this to, to pass along, if they do encounter the enemy, can you just request that they destroy the letter? It doesn't have any specifics other than my name, but it in the wrong hands. Uh, perhaps I'm just being, I don't know, just could they destroy it? Certainly. You're not divulging anything about our position or our plans. No, absolutely not. Very well. She'll be done. Thank you. Tanel. Hmm. We'll speak later about last night. Yes, we can. Very good. Yeah, You're with ready. uh, with that clip taken wildly out of context by the live chat, I'm assuming I'm just guessing here. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, you exit the tent, Tanel, and um, 
Tariel, it is around this point, uh, Ravandir comes up to you and goes, Commander, if it is all the same to you, I would request to head to Fangorn myself and help the refugees. If nothing else, we could give them supplies and potentially bring them to Gondor, if any are willing to fight, or perhaps if the trees would lend us aid. How many do you propose to take with you? That I leave in your hands, but to build the bridge and carry what supplies may need after what those three have told us, 500 at most. You shall have them. Thank you. Safe travels. And you. And Ravandir uh, ushers herself out of the tent to make preparations. Uh, Halloweth, Beery, I would like you both to make awareness checks for me as you uh, go about your day. <laughs> okay. Gracious. <laughs> oh. I succeeded. You succeeded. First time ever. You succeeded in an awareness check. That's amazing. Congrats uh, I... on being aware. I also succeeded. You both successfully pass your awareness checks and are cognizant enough after the swap that happened last night that as you sort of find each other in the mid-afternoon after waking up with a little bit of a headache, you're a little bit woozy, but you do find each other and are cognizant and remember everything that happened last night as you make eye contact. Um, Beery definitely approaches Halloweth and just kind of, uh, um, hey, <laughs> Quato, um, a wild night, uh, last night, uh, wasn't it? Indeed, it was very unexpected, but not altogether unwelcome. Oh, unwelcome. I mean, yes, quite unpredicted, if you'd say. Um, how do you feel? Not altogether unwelcome. So it's all good. Oh. I'm so tempted to add six HP to the final boss, but no, I've <laughs> we referenced yes. nothing. What are you talking about? <laughs> you said the title. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> sorry, carry on. You said carry the on. title. <laughs> um whew. yeah, it was it was actually quite beautiful. I've never I've never felt the ring of my own voice before. That well, it, your voice. I guess it's weird. Yes. Very bizarre, but regardless, it's a new experience, which I certainly have never felt, and I don't know many, many who have, so I'm glad it happened. Yeah, I mean, if, if you were to ask me to do so now, probably not, but the fact that it was a surprise and we, we, it happened, the way it happened, I would never, I would never take it back. This, that was wonderful. Okay. I, I feel like when I was inside of you, I, I feel like I understand you a lot more. That's an extra 50 HP to the final Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I've never known a dwarf and an elf to be inside each other before. Mm-hmm. This was I'm cutting it all was this wild. out. I'm cutting all this out. This is at least an R we are approaching in C17. No, no. no, we're not, you baby. <laughs> you baby, come on. Oh, okay. Sorry. 
it was a truly Don, wild when you're having marital relations with your wife are you like honey we have to call the sense i've muted her anyway um <laughs> uh right carry on you two <clears throat> it was a truly un just a wild experience to right. say the least i'm yeah. glad we had it as am i where's gollum <gasps> where is gollum do we see him? That was my next question. <laughs> I assume I assume he's still under guard. I hope. Just gonna make a fucking Fuck stealth check be. and ruin your day. Hang on. No, yeah, I was no, about to say no, we, no, we were no, listen. Do no. this to us, Don. No, we were no, all no. at a funeral. Did he Gollum's, sneak away while Gollum's still no Gollum's still there? He is under the watchful eye of the elves. Um, and he is, you know, in or around Tariel's presence enough that you've got an eye on him and guards have eyes on him. But um, there would be standing orders that once we get on the road, once we're moving, Gollum will be rescinded to Beery's care. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. I know. I know. Okay, that's right. As we attempt to get this caravan to move out, Tario, I would like you to please give me an awareness check with favor on this one, just because you're in, you're on your home turf. It's a 22. 22. Yeah. As you exit your tent, you begin to notice a gleam coming out of the corner of your eye. And there is a kind of, of sparkle that you did not notice as you have been in the woods before. You glance over to the clearing where you buried the elves, and it is shimmering in a kind of glint. Do you approach? There. I okay. will approach. You glance down at the intricate series of thousands of roots overlapping that have created this almost uh, tiny plateau. It's only a few feet high, but that encase these elves in a burial ground that is almost sacred. And as you touch a finger to it, you notice that it does not feel like tree bark. And instead, it feels like stone. All right. We are going to move to our travel portion of this episode. <laughs> oh. Yeah, sure. We'll just do the travel part real quick. <laughs> Mm -hmm. it's fine it's whatever i needed i needed sunlight to make the rock stuff happen guys you know? listen <laughs> listen i didn't come here to be attacked like this yeah you did yeah you did i'm just gonna eat my corn <laughs> i'm gonna cry into my corn i'm gonna cry into my corn i love corn it's corn it has the juice <laughs> and i'm sorry <laughs> I don't know okay. if it's if it's clear to anybody in the live chat right now, but we've clearly been drinking for the I'm last so sorry. hour. We're just, we've lost the plot. No, we oh, haven't. In We're fact, here. the no. plot the plot is exactly what I needed. Yeah. So I will ask for the travel portion to happen. As we discussed previously, and you had mentioned, the bulk of your force is going to go to Gondor, led by Filareth, your your second in command. 
you are going to accompany the party with a small entourage towards Rohan to see if you cannot gather the forces of the Rohirrim and either win Wormtongue's favor or it was hinted at that you would potentially take it by force. It's Hallowed the exact same. For those listening on the podcast, there were two fingers across the throats in this Zoom call. Um, both of them women. Both of the ladies. Anyway, yes, assassination was mentioned by uh, one dark brooding elf, Hallowith. Um, <laughs> Ravondir is going to take a small force of 500 to Lothlorien. Your entourage um, will travel to Rohan. The rest will go to Gondor. I would ask then that you all make travel rolls to see what the rest of your trip is like. So one of you, please make a travel check. One of you, please make a scan check. And one of you, please make an awareness check. There are four of you, so I will allow Charlotte, if you would like to just roll a d12, you can add that on to whichever roll is the worst, like we have previously done. I um, am favored in travel now, thanks to Beery's little thing. So I shall do travel. I, I could not think, bracelet, could not think of the word mm -hmm. for a second. Everything's if I fine. can do scan, that'd be fantastic. So All right. Oh no. Okay. And Tariel, you can just roll a d12, add it on to the worst of the rolls. I did. I just rolled a one. So I think mine's Ooh. actually the okay. worst okay. of the rolls. Okay. Well, wait, well, wait. But wait, if you give me that one, I hit my target number exactly. Okay. <laughs> my one. Okay. Oh. My one is yours. Okay. And my axe. <laughs> Hallowith. Uh, I roll a 10. Okay, that does not beat your target number, Beery. I rolled like ass. I failed. We all oh. failed. We all failed. Okay, so bad. Okay. The afternoon greets you as you leave your home forest of Mirkwood. Your forces, Tariel, dividing into three different portions. The smaller of the group going towards Rohan with you, and. <laughs> The thunder cracks begin and you see storm clouds. And as you continue to walk southeast, the rain picks up. And you do still need to cross the Anduin. You will also need to cross part of the Entwash that flows out of Fangorn. So it's going to take you a good chunk of time. Um, Given the rain and the flat, if not hilly terrain, I will say that your journey with the flooding of the Anduin and being unable to find a shallow point will mean that you take the next six or seven days to reach the borders of Rohan. And it has gotten so hilly now to the point where you have lost that caravan that you were keeping an eye on Tanel and that you were aware of. And Darn. there is just a torrential downpour that seems to last for one day and then two. Beery, I would like you to please roll me a d12. I need to see your interactions with Gollum, please. Oh, dear God. And also during the rain, he's going to have like a little like a cloth shawl over his head and just mm -hmm. be shouting at uh, Hallowith, can't you sing us out of this shit? <laughs> <laughs> 
to six. That's that's great. <laughs> Love that. Amazing. Amazing. You should be able to. You um, can certainly try if you want. I, you know, he's going to. He's yeah, fuck it. He's gonna go. Uh, she's gonna try, and he kind of just pro- proclaims to the heavens. I guess I did. Okay. Lord check. Okay. Do it. Do it, Hallowith. Do I have advantage or do I not? You do. You do, okay. but it's not necessarily. Never mind. Just roll. Okay. Um, hang on. Let me calculate some stuff. Uh... <laughs> I got a. I. I. I beat my target number by seventeen. What? <laughs> Oh. I don't know why. I don't even know why I bother anymore. Um, Beery, <laughs> Beery, I rolled a twenty-eight, and my target number is eleven. Beery, and I like I can see clearly now. <laughs> Beery, as soon as you yell this on the third day, Halloweth grips the ground underneath him, digs his fingers into the grass because there's no trees around here. And the rain starts to subside. Now that's better. <laughs> I rolled a six. You rolled a six. All right. Oh, right. We, this was this was a golem interaction before our drunken shenanigans. Also, while he's in the cart, he does tie his hands up again on the okay. other side of okay, okay, of golem's hands. Oh, that's that's a four. So Beery. You succeed in most of your small talk with Gollum. He doesn't talk a lot. He mutters to himself under his breath, and it's it's a lot of the the things that Frodo and Sam sort of saw that he can't really help himself but say. And I'll, if you want to, I'll, I'll allow you to role play sort of a conversation in the yeah, midst yeah. of this this week or so that it takes you to. As we're in the cart. Um, Beery kind of looks it's torrential rain. This is this is I'm, I'm assuming before Beery yeah. yelled at Halloweth that stopped the rain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Hey. Uh, are you are you cold? You wear nothing but a rag. I've seen your balls like three times today. <laughs> do, you, do you want some clothes? What's what's balls, precious? No, we're what's not. Balls? We're not doing this. <laughs> Hey, let me. I, uh, Beery's gonna search his pack, and he's going. <laughs> Shh. Beery's gonna search his pack and grab uh, an extra cloak. <laughs> and he's gonna wrap it around Gollum's shoulders. Okay. And okay. He's gonna give where his balls him are. Huh? Shut up, Charlotte. His shoulders aren't where his balls are. Shut up, Charlotte. <laughs> During the rainstorm, he's gonna uh, throw uh, an extra cloak. Over, okay. over okay. gum shoulders. He, you look cold, my friend. He kind of... <laughs> Not really sure what to do about this, but grabs a side of it and just brings it into himself and kind of huddles. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay to be cold. I mean... Uh... I get cold sometimes. I mean, I know I got like kind of a lot of fire in me, but I get cold too, and that's okay. It's raining. 
is not your father. We saw the dwarf with the father. He was very angry. Brussels. Yes. He was. What makes the dwarf so angry? He wonders. How about we talk about the fires like at the the top, the top of the tower? Um, make a persuasion check. I dropped my character sheet over here. <laughs> okay, I got it. Okay. okay. Oh, <laughs> forgot I dumped a bunch in there. There we go. Yeah, you did. <gasps> There's a six. Okay. 18. It beats my target number. 18 with a six. The blanket around his shoulders, Gollum looks up at you and goes, The tower has crumbled, the orcs fell. Completely. There's like, okay. Is there still there's a there's a there's a bird, a great yes, bird, yes. a flaming bird? No, just a walking bird. Oh, you said a wait, wait, wait. <laughs> not a flying bird, a, a walking bird. Births, bird, walks like you and flies like birds. Shut up. <laughs> Don't worry about him. It's me and you right now. Okay, so if I get this right, it's a shapeshifter of, 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 of sorts. It walks around, it flies. Well, hasn't heard anything about the shapeshifters process? Just okay. a walking, flying bird. It walks. It does that awkward kind of bobby walk it does okay i mean that makes it kind of silly that's that's kind of fun no okay no it works good talk i'm terrified but good good talk and he huddles just back into the cloak and turns away from you and Maybe uh, your... most of our conversations with Gollum, I think. <laughs> Tanel, Halloweth, Tario. Would either of you, would any of you like to do anything in this week? Preparations made, things to search for. I mean, on my part. Hmm? Sorry, Zach, can you repeat yourself? I'd like to find some medicinal materials to be able to craft some healing salve. Uh, yeah, go ahead and... Uh, I'll allow a scan or an explore check. Um, explore. Oh, brilliant. Um, okay. On a really good uh, scan check, Howith, I will say um, you do find um, the medicinal herbs that you know grow in the south. It's not Athalas. That's more of a, a northwestern yeah. part. Um off the top of my head, I don't actually remember what the medicinal herbs of the South are called. Um, it's also Athalas because that's in Gondor as well. Uh, but we'll just say you you find some some uh, roots and herbs and flower petals that you know uh, are medicinal enough for uh, two 
health potions or or if you if you brew them down you'll you'll be able to like the mirror basically yeah. that you still have hallowed that's amazing yeah, okay good what uh, what exactly um are the qualities of the like just in game what are they so in game uh actually make a medicine check we'll we'll see what their what their qualities are here um do you want me to make a healing check Oh, I'm sorry. Healing check. Yes. Sorry. I'm. I'm in. I'm in D and D. I was about to say that's a that's a five E thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which this system does have a module for. So like. I got a six. Um, I beat my target number by two. Okay. Um, you create beat the target number. Got a six. You create two health potions, things that will sort of revive you for twelve hit points apiece. Damn, nice. Yeah. Okay. Oh, um, that's huge. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Okay. Uh, meantime, Beery. On the seventh day, you hear Gorge go, rip, rip, You smell something? Bolts immediately off to your right. Beery is bailing like Starsky and Hutch style out of the cart yeah. and just taking off after him. Okay, Gollum Great sprinters. bounding Great sprinters. along with you, tied to the uh, tied to the rope. <gasps> oh, Gollum's Just... getting dragged. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, about about a half a mile later, um, Gorge spots a cave. <gasps> oh, even better. Wait, hey, what have you found? What? I would like you to make me an explore or a scan check, please. Okay. <gasps> 26. 26. With a 26, you have no problem seeing that this is fairly rudimentary cave right it's mostly plains and hills that's why rohan is the way it is there's not a lot of like rocky crags but this seems to have been some sort of fissure that created a kind of almost disparity in the depth and on the side of this hill you dig your pickaxe into it and you find tin Oh, good. Are you yeah. all right? How long have you been here? <laughs> Just her face pops up. <laughs> the, There's an imposter. The, the metal, not the character. <laughs> this Ooh. is fantastic. Mm. Yeah, so we're in a caravan with only a couple of us, right? We've we delineated from the rest of the troop that's going to you, Gondor. You, you have. And the three of you watch as Beery, Gollum, and the boar sprint off without another word in the mm -hmm. opposite direction you're usually traveling as he brings out his pickaxe a half mile down the road. Um, that's like a quarter kilometer-ish. Yeah. Zach, just for you, sure. Tosh ass. Um, why I, I know I'm leave him alone. <laughs> he knows how I've far seen, a I've half seen mile me, is. Like I've seen when England and the USA were in the World Cup together. I got so many people sending me the whole like George Washington with an American flag with explosions going off. Like what the fuck is a kilometer meme going off? <laughs> oh no, it's a favorite to use. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry, it's very funny. Um, Good. I enjoy it very much, but oh. I got that so much, so many times. Okay. You find 
the metal tin. Okay. And I would ask the three of you, uh, are you waiting for Beery? Are you giving him this time to, to mine? Or are you continuing on your way and hoping Beery catches up? I will give him the time. We've stopped. Yeah. We've stopped so far. We'll give him the time. It's, I mean, it's... we're sure is shit continuing to go. Like, my, the caravan's not. All right. Yeah, then we'll pause. Well, I mean, there's, there's, no, no I mean, so Tari is. Like, don't we? I mean, I would, I would think that Taria would have brought like a few of her people with yeah, her. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. We'll, right, we'll right, say Philareth uh, went to Gondor, Ravandir went, but you've got a few others uh, in your command. You guys just okay, going to so continue? I'll say this. We'll no, we'll stop. We'll probably it will take us a, a hot minute to notice that we don't have everyone. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And upon stopping, pr- particularly Gollum would be the one that ah yes, he would yes, be yes. the most alarmed about. So at some point, at some point. Tauriel would look around and say, "Where, where's the dwarf and the creature?" And everyone would stop dead. Okay. Mm-hmm. A search would ensue, mm-hmm. and we will find everybody perfectly okay digging up tin. You will, which is not going to make Tauriel very happy at this time. Oh, let's let's go. So I'm imagining maybe this could be Hallowith's time to hunt for herbs. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. yeah there I was, you go. Uh, we can we can make those the same. But you know, like as he's digging, he's kind of like fighting the rope with Gollum, like as he's trying to to mine. He's like, hey, put you back into it. Look, 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 and it, come here. And he kind of grabs his arm and pulls him, moves the rock aside, and sees beautiful, unoxidized silvery metal. Look at that. You see that? That, Rave, my friend, is nothing but pure possibility and that's it it could be whatever you make of it would you like something look at this rock and tell me what you like and Beery's very intense like very close to his face for those listening on the podcast my facial expression as Gollum has changed from disgust to wonder, to confusion. As Gollum looks around at you, Hallowith, and again at you, Tanel, finding no friendly eye, looks back at you, Beery, and... We don't know, Precious. We don't know. Well, when you figure it out, let me know. But you need a digging tool because idle hands cannot be on this trip. And he's going to take the elven dagger that he stole from the not great elven guard that was guarding him and hand it to Gollum to use as a digging tool. Gollum sprints north as fast as humanly possible. (laughs) Tariel, it is around this time that you approach the group and you notice Gollum has sprinted north. Oh, yep. (laughs) Well, uh, she immediately dispatches two of her fastest people. Uh, I'll make athletics checks for two elves and then an athletics check for Gollum, Tinel, Hallowith, in your own time, whatever you'd like to do. Oh, she's <laughs> and that's an 18 this, for the uh, t- she's really out here like look at this rock isn't that and he's just like Chanel is chasing Gone. Gollum so 
Gollum cut the rope with the dagger, I'm assuming. Yeah, he did. Yeah, because you gave him a dagger. Trust. Trust is a hell of a thing. Tanel is stab your ass chasing after Gollum. Make an athletics check, please. I rolled at, you have to beat a 11 plus 6, 17. You have to beat an 18. 22. Okay. <laughs> Get him, Dory. I rolled a 10 and a 6. Hey, okay. You, wait, you rolled a 10 on the D12 and yeah. a 6. Uh, uh, yeah, and then a 6 other. on the die. Yeah. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, takes you about two or three minutes, uh, but you do manage to dive and catch the rope. But mm -hmm. as he continues to like drag you through the mud, you manage to sort of plant your feet yeah, and just yank him there and goes, oh, oh, oh. and there's a moment of recognition when the eyes of Gollum go wide and look at you and go, well, oh. there's the strength lesser to you, precious. We've seen this elf before. Yes. She let us go. But we let us go again there. Yes. No. You know too much about Mordor, and I need to know it. We can tell you more as if she lets us go. Tariel, you would probably start making your way closer to Tanel holding Gollum right now. Actually, right at this moment is when Tariel approaches. At the moment, Gollum says, I know you, you've let us go before. <laughs> Damn it. You could let us go again. That is when Tariel walks up and says, what does he mean by this? Weeks ago, I encountered him on the banks of the forest. I did not know what he was. Not weeks. Months, many, many days. Tanel, please make an insight check for me, please. Uh, yeah, I, I, I really don't know. I guessed it. I like no, week. no, 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 no. You, you. I know what you're doing here. Just... Yeah, I know you know what I'm doing. I know you know what I'm doing, Tanel. Sixteen. I beat my target number by one. Okay, on a sixteen, Gollum doesn't seem to be lying here. And you are aware that time and your perception of time does work differently within realms that have elven rings of power. And it is around this time you realize you spent more time in Lorien than you initially thought you did. Oh my God. Because it has now been, according to Gollum, not weeks. Months. But months. Oh my God. That's canon, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. Frodo uh, mentioned it to Frodo mentions it to Aragorn on the boat about the phases of the moon, and Aragorn mm. is aware of how the Elven Ring's magic works with time and your perception of it differently. Darling. Yep. So you now are further into your journey than you know. Right. With that information, she sort of like just closes her eyes. And takes a deep breath and says please believe me in saying that i had no idea who he was or what he meant he was just a creature on a riverbank i think 
that none of us really understood what it was this creature was or meant when first we met him. I believe you. Please go. Just in terms of, she gestures mm-hmm. back towards like, thank you, mm-hmm. you got this. Yeah. You're done now. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when she just snaps and two of her guards step forward and recapture Gollum. Oh. <laughs> Imagining Beery would be hightailing it to try and catch you up. Yeah, despite being, a, yeah. despite being a natural sprinter, you uh, didn't quite make what you needed to to catch him and Tanel's got him. Um, the two elves grab the rope pretty forcefully out of your hands and both of them begin to hold it. And they look down at you, Beery, who is just now coming up and says, actually, no, they're going to look to Tariel and wait for her command. Or what were the conditions of keeping this creature? Uh, still holding his pickaxe. Mm. Well, I have made a mistake. Indeed. One, so far, I trusted this. Smeagol is his name, actually, if you care to know. Smeagol's his name, and I trusted him, but this Gollum is a testy little little bastard. <sighs> That's the one. Thought I'd give him a bit of room, a bit of trust, and he betrayed me. And what did we learn? Uh, Smiggle's great. Gollum, not so much. To split the two, I... Are you able to reconcile the two halves of this duplicitous creature at any moment? Can you tell one from the other? Not really. I mean, the pupils... The pupils are a dead giveaway, but it's only a blink away. It's pretty fast. I'm sorry. I truly am sorry that um that this has happened. Um I'd like to say it won't happen again, but I can't make any promises. I, I this oh, is it a won't very happen again. Dwarf, you've rendered a great service to my people, and for that I am grateful. And today your life is spared, but you will forfeit to me all implements in your keeping of a honed nature, shall we say. Give me your knives. Give me your axe. Well, you see, my hammers aren't quite honed, so I get to keep those, right? Your hammers can split a skull. They cannot split a rope. Is that correct? Well, if it hit hard enough. Well, no, I mean, uh, yeah, you're, you're totally right. No, not at all. <clears throat> Your hammers you may keep. Give me your knives. He goes through his bib and mm-hmm. he kind of goes through all of, all of his things. He hands over several knives, mainly shop knives to cut leather and things like that. Um, and if Smeagol is willing, takes the elven dagger that he rightfully stole and hands it over to Tariel. 
Oh yeah, that dagger got dropped instantly. He's just did it. Oh good. Okay. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's spoken of ever again. Back, Andy it's back not. in the ground. It's back in the background somewhere. He just he just immediately left it and sprinted yeah. somewhere else. Yes, very well. Definitely. is not. She does not look happy about this at all. Um, she receives these implements grimly and passes them off to her lieutenants. Um, but she believes that a lesson has been learned this day and after the knives and axe have been collected she indicates for her lieutenant to return the rope to Beery's care Grip it and entrusts him to take it more seriously this time and then she returns to the path the elves hand over the rope but there is a bit of eye contact between the two as if they're kind of questioning whether or not this is the right decision, Tariel, but they do hand over the rope and Beery, Gollum, now back in your hands. Gives a slight bow to Tariel, but then like turns his attention <laughs> to Gollum and just <gasps> slowly reels it in, just <gasps> not <gasps> playing <laughs> any more games. <laughs> <gasps> don't kill us don't kill us <gasps> reaches over snatches the little cloak that he put on and drapes <gasps> over his shoulder taking it back just holds on to it go back <gasps> to the mine and is looking desperately for the <laughs> The elven dagger that was dropped somewhere. Uh, make a make a scan check for me, but Gollum is just as you're doing this. Gollum is just pacing along, like just dejected as all get out. Uh, eighteen for eighteen. Um, Tariel, make a scan check for Ah uh, Hallowith. Make a scan check for me. Yeah, that's what I was going to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because Tanel ran after it, and you stayed put. <laughs> um, I, oh, I, I, I have two dots on my um, character sheet. And I rolled a one, one, one. Wow. 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 How it was. What are the chances of that? That's crazy. That's really incredible. high. Really high. Oh my god. Or excuse me, really low. Those are Very really low. low odds. Uh how with you weren't even aware that Beery had a dagger, let alone handed it to Gollum. So this whole mo moment for you has just been uh, a blur. Tario, make me a scan check then. Howard's just bending down, looking at the at the ore, and he's just like, "It's it's tin, right? Mm -hmm. or, or, or is it carbonized iron? I don't know anymore." Um, thirteen, which does not meet my target number. Okay. <clears throat> Last chance, Tanel. I will allow you to make a scan. A scan check. Alrighty. Ten. Let's see. Howard's looking at the ore, and he's just going, "I think that's nickel." <laughs> Nick will be amazing. Oh no. Yeah. Tanel. Uh 17. Ooh. My target number is 11. 
a small glint catches your eye and there is an elven dagger about 50 feet in front of you as everybody else has gone back to the caravan of this motley crew. She is going to almost like kick it up and grab it and just slide it into her boot. Okay. 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 Nice. It is it is around this time, Tariel, that you get back to your main force of uh what do you want to call it? Like a, you think you brought like a dozen or so? Yeah, or... I'd say that's about right. Okay, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. You're you're uh you know, the, the nine or ten elves that are left with you in your little entourage. Uh one of them comes running up to you and goes, My lady, the caravan that Lady Tanel mentioned is in front of us. How many? thousands and they are all worse for wear man or elf uh human but in manners such that we have not seen in this land before easterlings haradrim rohan gandor it it is a mass of people what direction are they going? Towards us, I can show you. And he gestures to a hill uh, about 10 yards in front of you. She follows him. Okay. He takes you up this hill and from the tops, in the same way that like Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli stood at the peak of this ridge gazing out, you see thousands of people in a long line of a caravan. And there are goats sheeps cows carts horses men women children it's a refugee column dozens of people just walking here and there in tiny little groups keeping to themselves alone they could be you know nothing you'd bat your eye at weary travelers together it is a force of people unlike you have ever seen, but it's not a fighting force. Um, As you reach the top of the ridge, uh, you do see, I won't make you make a scan check for this, you do see that there is a horse that seems to be making some sort of zigzag pattern and is coming closer to you. I need to make a scan check. That's a Gandalf. Um, There is the rider on top of the horse starts waving his arms at you. Okay. Okay. Um, we wait to meet him. We wait to see if he comes. Okay. He, he does. He does. Um, as he approaches you, it is just sort of at the top of the ridge. So, Beery, Hallowith, Tanel, you would be able to look up and see the, um, see this, this man on a horse. Elves in Rohan. <laughs> Do my eyes deceive me? They do not. What is this? Who are you? Helfan, son of Thimble, uh, formerly blacksmith to King Theoden. We are refugees. There are good lady Easterlings and Haradrim with us, but do not shoot. They mean you no harm. None of us do. 
what are you doing in the lands of Rohan where it is forbidden for outsiders to ride? We, we seek, we seek your, your kingdom. We seek your king. We've heard that something terrible has befallen these lands, but we have no detailed news. What, what has happened here? Uh, it is folly to seek the truth in matters such as these. It is said by those who were there and by King Grima. The Theoden, Theoden was attacked by his nephew, Aomer, and his son Theodred tried to save him, but some sort of coup, treachery, we know not. I was not there, none of us. We know not what befell anyone, but what we hear of the Gondorian refugees, there is very little hope there as well. We were hoping to make our way towards, towards Rivendell. What force remained in Edoras? When we left weeks ago, some held true to King Grima, others fled with Theodred, but none has been seen of Aomir and, and Eowyn. She, it is rumored that she has locked herself away in her room and has not spoken to anyone since her uncle's death. May I ask, did anyone move to Helm's Deep? Uh, forgive me, my lord, uh, I know not. There were rumors of horses riding hither and thither through the land, but with, with this many people and news such as this, it is, it is a needle in a haystack which you seek. And you go now to Gondor? No. No, we've many that have fled Gondor. We seek Rivendell, the Elven Kingdom. We were hoping we have heard tale of, of elves such as yourself in, in past kingdoms in forests and valleys, yet none here truly know the way, yet stronger we are together to fight off what evil forces may be in the lands north. Tariel shoots a look at the other elves, at the rest of the party, meaningfully, and to Tanel says, tell him. Finding any refugee or any safety in the elven kingdoms is going to be difficult. Lorien does not stand anymore. Huh. And, and, and Rivendell? Not what it once was. The refugees from Gondor. Is there anyone I could talk to? There was supposed to be a group of Dunedain coming their way. I don't we, know where those where they are. We have seen 
naught but each other. The men of legend gifted with, with long life, descendants of, of the Numenorians, they, do they still walk the earth? Yes, and they were supposed to be heading towards Gondor. Oh. Uh, dear lady, I, I am sorry. We have, we have seen no, no men of old from those tales. Did you receive news of Eladon and Elro here? Sons and descendants of Elrond. The, the High Elven Lord of Legend? Indeed. Uh, there was talk of, of two Elven folk making their way south, but that was weeks and weeks ago. You know not where they were headed or what became of them? Uh, it is not oft that we see elves in this land. Master Elfa, I confess I, I know not more than I have told you. Have you any any food, supplies? We we took what stores we could from, from Rohan, but there is there is a reason we left. Now looks tutorial. Yeah. What is this? Tell me this man's name again. Uh this is Helfon, son of Thimble. He is a blacksmith. Spell it. H e l f a n, Helfon. Helfon. Yes. Um. What is um. What is well? Okay. So Tauriel steps forward and gently holds her hand out to. Is he still on his horse? He he is still on the horse. Yes. Okay. She reaches out and puts a hand on his horse's muzzle and sort of pets the horse for a minute and exudes a calming energy the horse does begin to settle yeah she speaks to the horse in cinderin um and then turns to his rider and says if you will give me a moment to speak to my people uh, and of, of course Di speaking to a gondorian as the elf mate requested i i may fetch one a Gondorian, I mean. I, I would like to hear news of the city, yes. It, our news may be weeks, if not months old, my lady, but... It's better than what we have now. I shall fetch him at once. Thank you. Um, I'm gonna... I know we've got make a wrap a quick, here in a minute. Quick oh, roll, yeah. Gonna make a quick roll. Oh, God, how many, how many weeks have we lost that we didn't even know about? God, you guys. Oh, no. Um, Tanel, as you wrap up this conversation, the mm -hmm. eyes of the writer flick over to Beery and he stops it. He stops what he was about to say and says, Forgive me, are you a, 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 a dwarf? I am, yeah. We have not heard news of your people from the mountains in, in many long months. Do the dwarves stand? Nor will you. Yeah, they'll hunker down. That's what they do. They're, they're plenty safe. Don't you worry. Would, would they be able to? And he glances back at the caravan. Forgive me. I know not if you speak for your people, but... Well, well first of all, what are you fleeing from? I mean... <laughs> 
Could you imagine if you mustered all of your forces together? Most of our forces are, are women and children and elderly. We have not a sword between three of us, if that. Protection is... We've heard tidings of great wolves being ridden by orcs, wargs, they call them, but we... We know not. Is is there nowhere for us to... We, you asked what we fled. We fled Rohan. There is no food. King Grima sits in Metaseld with less than a half of his forces, and, and it seems in a disarray. The whole kingdom. Heed me. Are you a man of ale? I am. Yours are a strong and proud people, and while you are together, your people will hold. Home is where you are, not where you go. If you can wait but a day, I will send for supplies for you and yours. You watch as his whole demeanor changes. There's a, a quivering of the lip. There's a... a just look of hope for what seems to be to him the first time in in weeks. Thank you, dear lady. I I I shall I shall fetch the Gondorian. We shall we shall make camp here. We we move at but a slow crawl, but are we safe here? Have 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 you come from one of the elven kingdoms? Is it is it safe here? Sir, nowhere is safe, but we will do what we can for you. And we won't leave you until we know that you are provisioned and we have a plan. Very well. And he looks at you, Tanel nods and rides back down towards the caravan. Thank you, Tanel says to Toriel. That's why we came. So she'll dispatch uh, two of her people, her fastest people, to turn back the way that we've come and uh, go find the main force and see who she can bring with what supplies we can spare. Absolutely. These two pop on the horses and ride off without a second thought. And I think there... We are going to wrap up this episode of the Unpredictable oh, Party. Oh God! Where are we going to send these people? I don't know. Thank oh you God. all so much send for joining us. Anywhere. Uh, Where are they going to go? <laughs> I know. Like, go to the hobbits. Go to the hobbits. Care. Hobbits are terrified of the big people. I know. Yeah, kind of, I was, I was, we send the asses to no. We're going to send Bree. Rohan. Overrun Bree. Um, we're going to overrun uh, Rohan. That's what we're going to do. Rohan. They ran from Rohan. I know. They're going back. <laughs> we're going to overthrow <laughs> Rohan. <laughs> Helm's Thank deep. Send them to Helm's Deep if there's no one there. That's true. But there's no food. We got. How do we feed But we're going to send them with food. Yeah. Oh. We'll figure it out. What oh could possibly God. go wrong? What could possibly <laughs> go wrong? 
thank you all so much for joining us. We will be on Patreon for the unpredicted after party that may or not be and may or may not be an hour long. Sorry, this was such a long episode. I might split this up into two. We've um, had this four hours. We've been recording. We've been here hours. for oh god. Have I'm we sorry. really? Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Okay. Thanks, everybody. It's been a double episode. Double episode. I think it has, episode. but yeah. We, we may need to split this in, in no, two. Just after, make it long. After we've been recording for exactly a bottle of wine. <laughs> Welcome to the next part of your journey. Refugees. Yep. You go far south enough and you leave the timeline to advance months instead of weeks. Oh my god. Grima. I don't like that at all. Grima, no, we need to go. We need to absolutely we need to go beat that guy up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. There's trouble brewing. There's gonna be some fruits, but <laughs> Someone uh, needs to kiss Eowyn. Who will it be? <laughs> For those listening what? on the podcast, Tori raised her hand. What? Real quick. What? From one horse girl to another. I, I listen. Oh. Since since I heard, well, I'll talk about that in the after party. <laughs> if we're not already doing that, I I I think we might need to forego the after party. Given I think the maybe hour yeah, that's fair. Well, yeah. then fair. Then, say it now. Let then. me say it. Let now me then. just let me say as Tori. The second she heard about King Grima, I was, I was like, "Cool, I'm gonna kill that man, <laughs> right? <laughs> and find Aeon, that bitch, and bridal Let's carry her out of wherever she is." Dory, claim your wife. Let's go. I love her so much. I know. Meet same, same. Yeah. Oh, I like. I just like looking at Miranda Otto's face. That too. Yeah. Just ah, oh, mm. a warm blanket. Love her. She's just so for the soul. Don't you love it when women? I sure do, Don. I sure yep. do. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Zach. Thank you, Max. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, well, we will wrap up here. I am so sorry this took so long, but nope. oh my it was god, amazing! Didn't, didn't you all? Didn't you all just like come through in the most clutch way imaginable? I'm gonna go ahead and stop the recording. Thank yeah, you yeah, all go. so much. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye.